Hello, and welcome to another edition of The Daily Bolt with your host, Dr. Jeff Tilley. Today's topic, in science, details matter. I just wish that was the case for the media. Sit back and relax and enjoy this edition of The Daily Bolt. So, this particular topic, it's one I've hit upon before, and I'm going to keep hitting on it. Probably until I'm blue in the face, until perhaps there's some hint of change in media in terms of how they report science. Uh, There have been numerous recent examples of issues regarding the media reporting of science. Uh, One of these, my colleague Jeff Pastner pointed out on Facebook regarding uh, two tropical storms in the Pacific Basin basically being uh, Hurricane Eric and Tropical Storm Flossie. And the media had made a much bigger deal out of these two hurricanes, well, one hurricane, one tropical storm, than was generally justified. And that's why you didn't hear me talk about Eric or Flossie. I didn't think uh, in this particular case... Uh, near misses to far passes of Hawaii by tropical storms was really worth a podcast, at least at this point in the tropical storm season. Uh, And my uh, colleague, Jeff Pastor, uh, took to Facebook and pointed out the fact that, yes, indeed, the reporting on these two tropical storms was overblown. Uh, I'm glad he did that. It saved me the trouble of doing it for a change. Uh, But we have other things that are showing up as well in terms of, uh, I guess you would say, uh, overgeneralizing a small number of facts and results uh, in science or just making them alarmist, much more, a bigger deal out of them than... Uh, the facts actually warrant, uh, probably just to try and get more clicks on the website. And that makes uh, advertisers very happy, and it uh, makes more money for the people putting the stuff out there instead of worrying about the details and sometimes worrying about the truth at all. So today we find from a website, livescience.com, Uh, a headline which was picked up by Fox and a couple of the other major uh, outlets about how Greenland lost 217 billion tons of ice last month. Okay, that sounds horrifying. That gets all the climate change people who don't look at the details, uh, you know, all up in arms. Oh, look at all this ice that's that's melting, that's being lost, etc., etc., etc. It means our climate change problem is even worse than we thought before and we need to be running around even more like chicken little and screaming and saying we have to do something now not in 10 years from now blah 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 blah. you've heard the story that much of it uh you know it's it it kind of just a uh broken record if you look at the details there's a few important things to look at with respect to this ice loss first of all This is the time of year that Greenland will lose a good amount of its ice. Uh, And the estimate about 217 billion tons, 197 billion metric tons, 
is based on satellite information, which is not perfect and not 100% accurate as measurements if you were there on the ground and weighing every piece of ice that broke off of the Greenland glacier and ice shelves and uh, measured the amount that it would be uh, displacing from its mass. Anyway, uh, so we have imprecision in the numbers, first of all. That's one thing. This does not mean that, you, that ice is not melting off of Greenland. It does. It does so every summer. Uh, the fact that this process occurs is not news. It, uh, what seems to be news is that there's a relatively large amount of melt this particular year. But there are even some more misdetails or mischaracterized details if you read farther into the article. Uh, it makes a big deal at the start of a paragraph. This is the worst melting since 2012. And uh, it's been hotter this year than 2012. Well, that begs the question then, given that uh, in 2012 there was actually substantially more of the area of the ice sheet that melted as opposed to just mass, uh, which of these effects is more important? Which of them is more significant? What are the effects and the processes that go into uh, how the Greenland ice sheet actually melts? Uh, these are all questions that really do need to be addressed because they link back to physical processes which are related to climate and a changing climate. And by oversimplifying, once again, into one statistic, into one number, and saying, well, it's the worst, without really checking into all the details, all the interactions, everything that goes into this, um, anyone uh, who puts that out there is, at, at the least, leaving out significant details. At the worst, the leaving out of those details can cause major changes in how the interpretation of the result actually should occur. And it's interesting that the article continues on and, produ and produces more and more gloom and doom scenarios, and it just glosses over all of these things that I just talked to you about. So if 2012 was a year which was cooler substantially than this year, at least in terms of the summer temperatures. As the article tries to say, 15 to 20 degrees Fahrenheit difference, which seems enormous for Greenland, although there have been strong heat waves over Greenland this year, as well as parts of Western Europe. I'll buy that. But why then has a smaller area of the Greenland ice sheet, not volume, area, why has, it, why has there been a smaller area that has melted off compared to 2012? Is it cloud cover? Is it ocean temperatures? Is it something else? Is it Winnie the Pooh? I don't know. You, the, this is all of the problem in modern media reporting of science. The details matter, and the media 
either doesn't take the time to look at the details, or worse, they don't care. They've already decided what the story has to be, and they're going to only look at the things and print the things that support their story. What's the message for you and me? Uh, it's a message I've said before. Never take any single source as authoritative and definitive. Get corroborating evidence, if you can. Even uh, from different news outlets, different media sources, looking at the same data. Maybe they don't write exactly the same things. Maybe there's a more complete picture there to be found. And even better, try to find the data yourself. A lot of it is presented in fairly simple to understand graphical forms. You can find a bunch of it on the web. Can't necessarily find all of it, but you can find some of it. Make your own conclusions. Use that uh, mass of gray matter in between your ears and think about it yourself. And don't trust what the media tells you. That's all for this edition of the Daily Bolt. I'm Dr. Jeff Tilley. Until next time, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and God bless.